Greetings and welcome guys, gals, to Non-Binary Past, episode 387 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly gaming podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, and I'm joined this week by one Mr. Daffin Greedy. Hey, lady, lady, everybody, it's Friday. You know what that means. It's the video game day. It's the most holiest of days. And I hope everyone is well. And we're also joined by Mr. Vitz Patel. What's good, gamers? Hope you're doing well out there in listener land. Yeah, I'm doing good. It's nice to be back to normal <laughs> with this damn thing, with this damn podcast. Normal. <laughs> Just with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like different that, days. With the news, it's normal as well. So, you know, <laughs> it's business as usual, isn't it? <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah, it is. How's everybody doing? Uh, we're doing good. We're fighting our various illnesses, but, you know, we're out there and we're fighting like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I'm glad you do. You, to, be, to be honest, you don't seem seem sick. Like Okay, but okay, hiding it well then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you feel, but you, you seem <laughs> fine. <laughs> there you go. I'll take it. I'm moody. How are you doing? Monkey dory. Crack on. Go into work. Come home, take the dog out, feed the dog, play with the dog. Then somehow, after playing with the dog, I try and play video games. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow play a video game. Oh, games. the crosses that you bear. <laughs> I know. It's real hardships here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just never seem to find the time for video games. Oh, I find time. <laughs> I just have to, I have to sort out the diva first, and then I have my time. Game. You have time for one game and one game only. <laughs> exactly. I, play, to... I am reviewing a new game. Okay, I played it. Okay, yeah. so... This will get them off my back for a month. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so this new game, Football Manager. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, there's a new one coming out this year. I need to play the old one extensively so I can know what the changes are. <laughs> exactly. The worst thing is the next game is like changing a lot, apparently. I'm just like, well... Well, I'm learning for no reason. <laughs> God, it's going to be like, Moody's finally going to take me up on the offer. Of like, you know, you can do, like, if you want to make a video for the YouTube channel, you know, you can make a video about it, you know, anytime you want. And he's finally going to take mm-hmm. me up on the offer and it's going to be a six-hour um, comparison between football managers. <laughs> I'll do a playthrough of it on, on your YouTube that's, if you want. That's, that's what you're doing right now, isn't it? <laughs> so just catching all the footage. <laughs> 600 hours of B-roll. Yeah. That's why I buffer all the time now. <laughs> still it's going. It's still going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm simulating like 10 different games all at once. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. Uh, so how's everybody else's week been? I mean, we recorded on Sunday, so not, not a full week. It's been fun. Uh, to be fair, that, that episode was so much fun to record. And uh, yeah, just going through what people's lists are and seeing uh, how the league is already shaping up. Uh, so at the time recording, bids are revealed at midnight. Uh, I think it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be intense as to to who's throwing their money, their fake money down already, kind of thing. You keep saying but, um, that, but I know I haven't made any bids, and I don't think Moody's oh, I made haven't. any bids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Keith is aware that the game has started yet. <laughs> That's true, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. I've been playing a few games and whatnot. We're excited to talk about a few of them today. And uh, 
yeah, so whilst the industry in the world at large is on fire, it, it, it's been okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, the culture shock between spending an entire week watching games done quick and then picking up my phone and being like, wow, that was fun. Like, I sp- I, let me yeah. just check in on what's been going on. Oh, what's this new game everybody's been talking about? Exactly. <laughs> 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 it was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. It was fun to ignore the games industry for a week. <laughs> you should definitely do it more Seriously, often. I don't mind not being on social media. You know, it's like, it's really kind of <laughs> very oblivious to a lot of things. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, it's beautiful. It really is. Even if it's a giant slap in the face when I get the news and whatnot. Yeah, but, I'm just yeah, like, have... when did this happen two weeks ago? Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, you have the, the condensed version of the experience where it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. You... Oh, yeah, true, true, true. It's like drinking neat Ribena. Fitz is still on Twitter, so he's got the fully dilated version where he just takes it as it comes. I get the stuff that rises so high it ends up on blue sky. And yeah. then and then you get everything all at once on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well sometimes like I, there is obviously news I have heard which was which is in the dock and everything, uh about through LinkedIn and everything, because I chat through people through there and everything, just because that's where I chat through people who are in the industry and, and about jobs and everything who are looking for jobs. And I obviously retweet as much as I can, or re- retweet or repost a lot of the stuff I can who, who are looking for jobs, just to try and like see to see if anyone finds anything or whatnot. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know anything about this Pokemon thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know things. Vitz knows more. <laughs> are, you, are, are you that line from Blue? Right? I've seen. I've things. seen. Some <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm excited to hear to to hear Vitz tell me about it. <laughs> there you go. Strapping well, games. <laughs> excited is excited the right word. <laughs> I mean, there'll be some words and there'll be about some games. So that's all oh, I can oh, promise you. Oh, but like I, I never. I in a, in a, if you were asked me. At the end of at the end of last year, hey, do you think we'll be talking about this Powerwell game on the podcast next year? I would have said no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like anything any exactly. of us would play. <laughs> oh, only in the sense that all the team got laid off after the game was <laughs> the game like flopped. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll get there, everybody. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I haven't really done much since Sunday to talk to comment on. Like, Normally, I'm bringing something completely unrelated to video games with me. Amy, you're surviving and thriving. I think that's more than enough. I was editing some video on one day. There you go. <laughs> we saw the evidence. We saw the evidence. Wait, there was evidence? I left evidence. You, put, you, you tweeted it, didn't you? No, you shared yeah. it in our Discord, didn't you? Uh, I shared a bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm well ahead at that point now. <laughs> the bit that I shared, yeah. I forgot I did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first nine minutes. Wow. It's looking long. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking pretty long. What she said. Oh man. I wrote a bit part of the script where it was like and I thought this is gonna be a great idea and I can visualize it in my head and I can see it. And then it was like getting to that point and I was like, this requires me to like layer into the timeline. I have forty images. <laughs> like 40 images to appear but not sequentially so like one would and then the next one would but the first one would still be on the screen and um my computer was like no 
<laughs> Too many what layers. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the girl, you crazy. <laughs> are you fucking nuts? And I was like, yeah, actually, I should have really realized that. <laughs> going in, that I wasn't going to be able, my computer wasn't going to be able to handle that. So I did have to sort of figure something out for that. And then I ended up thinking, just cut the whole thing out. <laughs> um, video editing. <laughs> Apparently, I'm at, the, I'm at the stage of video, my video essay journey where I'm writing scripts that require supercomputers to edit. <laughs> <laughs> just on the phone to IBM. Yeah, I need a favor. <laughs> Hi, can I borrow at NASA? Yeah, yeah just, can I just borrow yeah. your computers for about an hour? <laughs> uh -huh. that's, what, that's, that's it. I mean, the stars aren't going anywhere. <laughs> that's it. Give me, give me the, give me well, the center, please. <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but it isn't know, you... because of us. No. No. Well, <laughs> theory of relativity. It might be because of us. We just wouldn't know it yet. There you go. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, fucked up everything else. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. That's true. That's true. Like, fuck Why not it. fuck up space? Yeah, let's fuck up space. Next, next target, space. We've had two storms in the last week. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate having to go outside and it's like 600 mile an hour winds or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every every like wheelie been doing the best Mary Poppins impression. <laughs> Around all over the place. Right. Yeah, definitely. And then it's Aye. like, oh, all the public transport's delayed because of the wind. And it's just like, oh my God, man. <laughs> Stuck mm -hmm. in this fucking place. And then you go to a metro station and it's a big wind tunnel. <laughs> Life. Yeah, but uh, friends, we, we hope uh, you and everyone uh, that you know and love are doing okay in these weathering times that we're having. I wonder what could be causing it. <laughs> Who knows? It's fake news. I wish. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Think that's how fake no, the, news. No, the people who are causing it, that's fake news. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I meant. Totally fake. <laughs> Do you think that's why it like... There's so no people... evidence of us doing this. <laughs> Just like the idea of him going, I looked outside my window, it's perfectly 92 degrees here in Florida, everything's fine. <laughs> my tan is beautiful because of this. It's, like, well, I'm not, it's not cold where I am. And then you go, where are you? you? Go. And they go, I'm in New Zealand. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's a bit hot, actually. <laughs> I thought global warming was supposed to make everything hotter. <laughs> uh, people. Do you think so many people like get fall into that trap? Because Not because they both think global warming is a myth or whatever, but because mm. they want it to be, because the, the truth is just worse. Oh yeah, there's definitely a sense of uh, people just like burying their head in the sand and just thinking, whatever reality I need to be in in order to make this like survivable, and <laughs> so I don't have a meltdown. I'm gonna just go with that. Whatever, whatever you say, yeah, cool. It sounds, it sounds cool. I mean, I can see it because uh -huh. I mean, it's like if I accept reality, things aren't great. <laughs> there you go. But there's that, this look, other I... person offering a different type of reality. <laughs> 
But Amy, I can Google a picture of an iceberg. They're still there. They're, they haven't gone anyway. It's, it's fact. It's science. It's on the internet. It must be true. If the icebergs are melting, what the Titanic hit. Check there you go. Globally. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> oh, man. Well. Then just hit thin air. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, if it was for the cabbages, it would have floated. Because <laughs> cabbages can't sink. What? All you need were like 3,000 cabbages. You would have been fine. <laughs> No, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We just pack all of our boats with cabbages. I mean, who needs lifeboats? Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cabbages. Exactly. cabbages. Speaking of cabbages, did anyone see the live action trailer of La Last Airbender? Please say one of you saw it. I, I have not. Well, you both, you both suck. That's did, not my did fault. They, did they bend the air? The trailer is on YouTube. <laughs> Okay, but why would I watch a trailer oh, for that, something I'm not going to watch? <laughs> is that with Daniel Day Kim? No idea. Okay. I don't know. The, the, the cartoon was good. <laughs> it really was. And the trailer looked really good as well. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't even know it was. A, I didn't even know that was a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, the teaser trailer came out ages ago. And it was just like, hmm. But then the trailer trailer came out. Like a couple of, yeah, yesterday or a couple of days ago, and it was really good. I can't deny that. Awesome. Yeah, apparently he's he's playing Fire Lord. Oh, uh, oh, oh, so that's who the person you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's playing Fire. So many memes I've seen in the last few days. <laughs> there you go. Of him with a giant six pack looking hunky as hell, yeah, and he's well, just staring down. He does do that. Oh hell <laughs> he yeah, he's indeed. a hunky, he's a gorgeous looking man. There's no doubt about that. No, I saw one that stuck in my mind because it was really funny. Like. Because because he was in that TV show with the doctor, the 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 the, the well, kid doctor, doctor who? who has autism. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of stuff going around about how terrible that was, and he mm. but he was like his boss, and everybody was like justice for Daniel Day Kim's character because Daniel Day Kim's character didn't like the good doctor person. And I saw a meme of 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 Daniel Day Kim with the thing going, he's about to fuck that doctor up. <laughs> And I and I I thought it was funny, and now I understand it because now I know where it came from. Oh, you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't get memes these days, so it's all right. But no, yeah, yeah. I just had yeah. drill through good, like good three layers of um of, of of social media discourse to get to yeah. To get it's a six to degrees of Daniel Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, it's a fun. Uh, it looked good. Uh, I mean, my partner was gonna give it a go. So well, so. that's assuming that uh, Netflix hasn't made it like stupidly expensive to actually watch the, the series by the time it, can, it comes out but we'll see mm, i can't do anything about that tax right off in it it's <laughs> <laughs> the world we live in now exactly exactly cost you cost you 20 quid a month to, to watch netflix and, and then they write off mm -hmm. all your stuff or I just mean, cancel why do you think... after one season <laughs> Why do you think so many people are watching One Piece? They're, they're learning the ways of the high seas in order to get their content going forwards, allegedly. Uh, they didn't realise that you could become rubber <laughs> if you became a pirate. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looked, it looked good. Compared to that fucking M. Night Shite Shyamalan trailer film was, was just yeah, no. That's at the bar low, as I understand it. <laughs> oh, God. The worst thing is, though, I say it all the time, the teaser trailer for that, it was one of the best teaser trailers I ever saw. I thought it was amazing, the teaser trailer. I thought, this is a badass teaser trailer. I can appreciate you're going to maybe change things up. I can accept that. I have no problem with that. If we've got the awesomeness that was the animated show, you know what I mean? So change things up is absolutely, absolutely fine. Don't know why they changed the names. 
don't know why they, changed, they went most. They changed the <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah, well, instead of saying Ang, they went Ong. Ong. Oh. Ong. Ong. Did, he, did he say Yop Yop when he got on? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I cannot remember. And I think Saka, Zaka, Zaka was Soka. Oh, okay. No, they changed it each year. Sham Hammer changed the names up and everything. I'm going to be honest, it's not as bad as I thought it might have been. Like when you, I thought when you were going to say, oh, they changed soccer to Brad. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> Actually, no, you would be a good Chad. Like, I feel like <laughs> like if you did change the name of soccer to Chad, I'd be like, well, you know what? Let's see. Yeah, we, foc- <laughs> we focus tested it against like, a select number of Freudians, and yeah, they, 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 were, they needed a Chad to be represented. <laughs> they needed a Chad. Everyone needs a Chad. Everyone needs there a Chad. Go. There's no doubt about that. But no, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting experience, the film. There's no doubt about it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. Mm-hmm. I did, I, to be fair, though, I hadn't seen Avatar. Neither at the all. time. At the time. Oh, so God. Oh, like, God. If you started it. with the film, I would have cried for you. <laughs> So much. Avatar, <laughs> I'm not watching that hot piece of crap. <laughs> be like watching. I would have like, apologized for M Night Shyamalan <laughs> for you <laughs> like on his exp- behalf for him. <laughs> experiencing Resident Evil by just watching the the, oh, the films, the Yorkovich movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then you start playing the games and you're like, well, all of these characters look familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're less annoying. What the hell? <laughs> I'm waiting for the guy, the the one with the nemesis who has the golden gums. He's like, look at all my shit. Oh, I <laughs> he stopped. hasn't popped up in the game yet. I stopped after <laughs> after one. <laughs> yeah. I watched the first one and I was like, cool. No more Resident <laughs> Evil films for me. And I watched another <laughs> one um, in the series. It's me and Keith and Russ were setting up for a charity stream. And we did mm. the setup the night before. And then we sat down in front of his TV and one of the Resident Evil films just happened to be like on TV. So we just watched it. Uh, I don't remember much about what happened here, but it was a good laugh. <laughs> Barry Burton was in it. <laughs> Fair enough. Or someone who cosplays as Barry Burton. Anyway, come on. Yeah, a lot he of did. them looked very cosplay-ish. He, he died. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's what they did. They killed a lot of them. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't really keep a lot on any of them around. Didn't, didn't like the entire Except world his wife. End. His wife was around all the time. Yeah, the one, the one character <laughs> mm-hmm. wasn't in Resident Evil. Alice. Alice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was wearing Ada's dress for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's Ada, which is not Ada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. And then Ada came into it. Yeah. I think yeah. they got everybody, didn't they? Like, I remember seeing trailers of Wesker. Yeah, yeah, shades. Wesker was in it. And I replaced know. his actor twice, I think, or once. And then in the 3D film, he threw his sunglasses at the... Screen. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 and you yeah, were like, yeah. "Whoa!" You would have been, I suppose, if you watched it in three D. Mm-hmm. I did. I just saw the trailer <laughs> <laughs> in two D. <laughs> in two D. <laughs> yes, I didn't even have that go I had a three D monitor because it was the best monitor I could buy at the time. Three D was optional, and I, <clears throat> I used it once. I played Star Trek the video game. <laughs> Yeah, you did. The 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 JJ Abrams Star Trek tie-in video game co-op with Russ in 3D <laughs> with the stupid little glasses on. Yeah, it was awful, <laughs> but it made the they made the experience of playing the terrible Star Trek game more memorable. <laughs> there you go. Every plant has a silver lining. Yeah, even mushroom ones. <laughs> Goddamn. All right, gamers, let's talk games. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do we want to start? There's not like, there's not like I'm gonna do the main topic. It's like we've got a list of things. Let's talk about them. I know you wanted mm-hmm. to talk about the 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 YouTube video you shared um, for a while, which I rewatched just before. <laughs> Me of it. No, the the AAA games will probably destroy the industry by Solari. I think that's how you yep. pronounce it. Oh yeah, yeah, I pronounce it. That, yeah. I, yeah, I watched it when you shared it, and then as I was putting the document together, I was like, I should watch this again. I don't remember very much of it, so I watched mm-hmm. it again, and then I watched another one of his videos, and now I've got the two videos all mixed up in my head. <laughs> so that was a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> great idea. Great, 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 great idea. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I'm easy. However, you want to go here. So yeah, let's go for it. Go? Let's go for it. So AAA games is just not going to happen. They're going to they're going to destroy the industry that we love. What also helps that's going to destroy the industry as well as layoffs as well. So it just yeah, it's a mixture of all the awesomeness. The the games industry is going to die there. That that there's the topic. We're Holy done. damn! <laughs> yeah, that is going quickly. And Nintendo is going to save it again. <laughs> Where's Atari? Hey, they came out with the retro console last year. <laughs> did they? Yeah. They did, yeah. What? No. Okay, uh, that's interesting. The, the cartridges had all the dip switches and things on the back. Yeah, yeah. The next E3, um, like or whatever, <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Phil Spencer's going to walk out on the stage and he's going to do the whole Xbox press conference and he's going, we've just got one more thing. And then he's yeah. just going to grab the Xbox logo and he's going to rip it down and it's going to be an Atari logo. And he's just going to go, ha we fooled you suckers. <laughs> and we're going to finish building the Atari Hotel in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Atari never died. <laughs> there you go. And then the one we more in thing. The background is, all along. And then yeah. the one. And then the one more thing is ET, the video game community game. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're digging up all the copies that were in the we desk. It <laughs> That's a trailer, right? Just people digging in the desert. You think it's like an Indiana Jones thing of oh, they're, they're trying to find the ark again? Nope, they're digging up ET. That's the next Indiana. Yeah. After the Great Circle, they'll make a sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just, he's just finding all of the copies of E.T., the video game. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, but the tagline is, it's not, it doesn't belong in a museum, it belongs on Game Pass. That's all that I've been saying. It belongs on Game Pass. <laughs> 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 Troy Baker, get yourself back in the, back in the recording booth, my friend. <laughs> Voice E.T. There you go. <laughs> We're remastering it. Uh, yeah, so Hi. this video is about the, um, a lot of different things. The, the main one that the, I think the main driving thrust of the video and the main thing that struck me was obviously the pointing out the the cost of how, how much it makes to make a video game, like a AAA video mm-hmm. game. And when I say game in this section, I'll probably be referring to AAA games. <laughs> the video yeah. we're talking about is basically going to be AAA. Yeah, unless There's I specifically no say that. like, ooh, indie or smaller games. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, like the costs of skyrocketed to the point where the, like the general thesis of the video is the cost of, of AAA video games is development is skyrocketed to the point where you can't afford to fail mm. which yeah, makes the entire really industry can't. completely risk averse um, and that yeah. sort of seems to be the good jumping off point to to talk about pretty much yeah it's just that it's like one of the biggest things that I think is the big shocker for me was like the first Last of Us like it's 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 out there and everything like that. Reportedly cost around seventy five million to make, which is still mm-hmm. a lot of money. But compare compared to what the sequel was, is disgusting in not so bloody many ways. 
that the that the, the leap went from seventy five million to the sequel to of to two hundred million, plus two hundred plus two hundred yeah. plus million, yeah, for that, and it's just it for me is absolutely insane. And then you see the numbers for Horizon. The last Horizon mm-hmm. was like two two twenty, I think. Yeah, and then you see after the. The terrible leaks for Insomniac and everything like that. That are reportedly the next Spider Man. Spider Man Three is going to be about three hundred million. Yeah, and you just go, this is not, not sustainable, at all. And and so like when, so when I see idiots, the idiots, the idiot CEOs come out and say we need to make game prices more expensive. Yeah, because you're putting out that much money into a fucking <laughs> video game, you're screwing yourself while also screwing the people you need to buy your goddamn video game because of your stupid incompetence of saying we need to do what movies do. Indiana Jones cost three hundred million. It obviously made a profit. Obviously, no one's bitching about that movie whatsoever. The last one. Um and so on. And then you see things like uh like I'm going off movies just because so the best analogy for myself in my head. Mm-hmm. Godzilla minus one reportedly yeah. costs around 15 million. There's other things, factors apparently, because of how Jap- Jap- Japanese workers work and everything like that, and how they structure things. But the cost is around be around somewhere between 15 to 30 million overall. They actually have a production schedule. And what they do yeah. is they stick to that schedule. <laughs> and surprisingly <laughs> enough, that's cheaper. <laughs> no, but just think, like, that cost them 15 million. The, the visual effects artists have just been nominated for an Academy Award this week. I saw that video. Yeah. That's mm. incredible. And it costs 15, say 15 million, we'll say, say overall. That's, what the, that's what's out there, if you know, like that. But, like, and you're seeing all these things, and you're seeing all the studios. This is not just in games, but also video, films as well. They've cutting costs and cutting costs and slashing people's jobs and getting rid of them just to cost, save costs or do what, what uh, like uh, Warner Bros. have done, yeah. just tax things off as well, write them off as a tax cut and everything, mm-hmm. a tax write-off and whatnot. And you're seeing all of this work go down the bin, people losing their livelihoods and everything. And because of incompetence of higher management of, is insanity, where I go back to Sean Layden when he was P- PlayStation head. He said it. He saw it coming ages ago, even though he was working for Tencent right now. Okay, that's very questionable either way, but either way. <laughs> um, he saw it coming. Like he said, smaller prices, shorter games. Like around around the 10, 15 hour mark, but on a good price mark. It's like, like yeah. that and everything. We got everyone, but you got, basically, you could clearly see what happened. You got kicked out of the freaking company. So no. Jim Ryan could all come on and so they could do the 15 live service games, which they've now cancelled half of the fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> For them now to score, hmm, there might be a problem here. Like, the, 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 the optics have come out, I think, over the Christmas period or the last year for PlayStation that 60% of players play single-player games yes. on their console. That tells them, that for me tells them, that's, there's your metric, guys. There's your metric. That's your, that's your audience. bread and butter. Yeah. Absolutely. You can still have like the AAA games that are doing all the, like the Call of Duties and everything like that, do, going to get your big money and whatnot, but your bread and butter is single player. Everyone this is, knows this. This is essentially what built your platform to begin with. This is yeah. why you are, quote unquote, in the lead uh, yeah. in a race. And to your point, it, it's that balance between 
well, it's a complete imbalance at the moment, but between growth and sustainability. And at the moment, there just isn't any. And if there was a notion uh, to say, maybe maybe this is the case in, in, internally at PlayStation or Xbox or wherever kind of thing, to say, okay, we spent, uh, let's say, $250 million uh, on uh, The Last of Us 2 engine, or The Last of Us 2 in total. If we then commit to make three games using the same engine and we create new visual assets and things and we tell a different story, but we don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel and build a brand new engine for every single title, then we can kind of mitigate that cost and spread that cost over a number of titles kind of thing. Or, uh, as you say, small, smaller uh, games which uh, come out as their expansions or, or their uh, own spin-off titles. But uh, yeah, at the moment, it is just... There isn't physically enough time for everybody to play these games. And there won't be enough money for people to to buy these games either. And uh, it's, it's as you say, the, the market's just going to crash. That's what makes it worse, yeah. Because, like, the the market's also... the, the What dictates also the, for the customer is like that, that is what everyone's wages are. The wages in the UK alone are shit, for the mm-hmm. most part, uh, and everything. You know, like, no one... For the most part, a lot of people, apart from, like, the five... One percent. What is that? I think it's like five, ten percent of the people in the UK are basically have have a living wage. Yes. They don't. We don't. We don't have a living wage for the most part. Um, and people, and, and even less, the people are just struggling you know, outright who just don't even have a job because they struggle to find a job, or they have uh, got uh, the, the disabled and they just don't get enough. They aren't getting good benefits because for some reason the Tories are thinking, oh. Fuck you, disabled people, basically, uh, and whatnot. But yeah, it's it's a it's a combination of ton of, ton of things outside that's going to hurt so hurt that's hurting the industry as well. But it just also ultimately just comes down to terrible terrible management. Mm-hmm. And my worry is, is like right now, like right now, like Insomniac is like the golden child right now for PlayStation. They're yeah. running that company into the ground. They've what released two, three big games for themselves for the like since the ps5 came out which is what it's only been four years uh-huh. and they apparently rumored that there's another game coming this week this this week <laughs> this year on this or next year you know like it's not sustainable they're running these companies into the ground and the worst thing is because of this they're sacking people off people are they're deciding i do not want to be in this industry anymore oh wait you can do i can do your my job still but in your company that's not in the video game industry and get paid better take me up there thank you bye video game industry and everything and it's like yeah the 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 thing that strikes me is thinking about all the uh the young people who are potentially looking at coming into the industry and they're seeing over the past uh say 18 months of all the layoffs that's happening and they uh you know, they they go to school, they they read about or they learn about, you know, how to make games, how to write about games, whatever it happens to be. But then when they come to the brass taxes of the graduated school and they're looking to get into the industry, that it's not sustainable in in the slightest. And then there's zero job security. And why would you why would you bet all your eggs on an industry that you might profess to love? But it's gonna just cause you nothing but heartache and, and hardship going forwards kind of thing, where to to move this point, there, there's much more sustainable jobs elsewhere. I mean, maybe not like in the tech space, but there will be other industries where they can they can apply their trade kind of thing. And it's just without these new people coming in, we will lose all of the uh, all the creativity that they bring, all the the new fresh ideas. And these are the these are the kind of titles which will push the industry forward rather than just getting uh, 
the the same uh, the same kind of uh, titles that we do get just reheated like leftovers, because in an attempt to save money, because you've laid off half of the half of your uh, team, kind of thing. Well, I think part of it is um, that uh, Nintendo aside, a lot of larger game publishers don't see the need to 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 branch out. Like we're about to hit it, and we're gonna we'll probably talk about more about this because we've got a layoffs specific thing to talk about. But we're mm-hmm. about to hit this period of of the next like few years where it's gonna be rough <laughs> sailing for for if, like AAA games. But the I'm going to say something that's going to make a lot of people mad. PlayStation games are all functionally the same game. Oh yeah, they're all third-person action yeah. games. Yeah. And this, yeah, yeah. Well, this works for this is working really well for them right now. Mm-hmm. But as Microsoft found out, you can't just keep releasing the same thing over and over again. Like they're going to run face first into that brick wall of oh, people are getting sick of The Last of Us Part seven and mm-hmm. <laughs> spider-man versus i don't know something from outer space <laughs> uh, typically like venom from outer space <laughs> okay but in outer space at least it's in, in some in some universes yeah well like everything gets fatigue if you don't oh, yeah. mix it up a bit but playstation for some reason they decided to they've got all of their eggs in the in the cinematic single player prestige game and they mm-hmm. decided what they were going to do is they're going to take half of those eggs and instead of spreading them out across like a bunch of different things, put all of those eggs into another basket labeled live service, yep. which doesn't seem sensible <laughs> if you're trying to find the next big hit. Like regardless, like one of their live service games could have popped off and made them like bazillions of dollars. But like the early PlayStation days, and I, I know I'm focusing on PlayStation a lot, but it's kind of relevant i guess in the early playstation days the games that popped off weren't the games that were supposed to pop off like i think of final fantasy 7 and how and i know it sounds sounds ridiculous to say that now but like how big of a risk it was that fine like final yeah. Fantasy, to, to put so many eggs in the final fantasy 7 basket because jrpgs were like a niche genre like mm-hmm. that that had their fans and people loved them and then final fantasy 7 came out and it was a huge titanic success that like if if final fantasy didn't exist no one at playstation would be making final no in fact no one in the triple a industry would be making final fantasy (laughs) like right now like and you can you can see that because of how surprising to the to like microsoft for example the success of Baldur's gate 3 was like they 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 was they they wrote that game off (laughs) I believe the, I believe the quote that they 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 used was something along the lines of a second run Stadia, RPG, like they didn't break that game at all, because in their mind, nobody 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 plays CRPGs, like, but it's not about like genres or, or like oh is this like the last thing that was that just exploded in popularity? It's like is it a good thing that people want? Like people are terrible at knowing what they want. Yes. Which is a quote from the video. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you, you give them different things and then they will latch onto, onto things yeah, well, that maybe they didn't even expect, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. 100%. And like, even through the, the PS2 generation, you have 
more experimental titles. You have your Psychonauts coming out. You have your uh, things even from third party, like from uh, Beyond Good and Evil. But when you think about what uh, Team Japan was putting out and you have titles like Eco and Shadow of the Colossus and whatnot, these were out there games where uh, I don't I don't think they get greenlit today. The Dark in, uh, Souls wouldn't have gotten greenlit in today's conditions. Exactly. Like, Demon Souls to Dark Souls were so fucking weird and out mm-hmm. there when they came out. They were completely different from anything else that existed on the market, but now we have Elden Ring. Now, like, we have... A, 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 we're awash in, in Souls-likes because it's now an established genre. But... Yeah. Like, the... the <sighs> The way the where the place where I'll give them a little bit of the benefit of the, of the doubt, sort of, is that they've created market conditions where they have to spend so much money on their their biggest games that they can't afford them to flop. PlayStation today couldn't greenlight publishing Demon Souls, um, yes. in case it 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 wasn't because if it didn't sell ten million copies, um, it would lose the money. Um, yes. that's the situation they find themselves in, but it's a it's an aurora. It's a. I could never pronounce this. It's the snake eating its own tail. Aurora, yeah. Boroboros. Um, Aurobaros. Aurobaros. Because there if they go. don't innovate and take risks and make things like you know, like and all publish, I guess things like it, like and not just PlayStation, but everybody, if they mm-hmm. don't like make take risks on trying to find that new thing, they're only going to release the old thing, and people are going to get sick of the old thing. Yeah. Like Microsoft in the 360 days relied on Halo, Fable, Gears, and Forza so much that eventually everybody gets sick of those games. And yep. and then they, they would come out at E3 and go, but, but this is kind of all we've, we've got. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, that's what we built our house upon. Yeah. And yeah, even when you even look to the PlayStation first party tent poles, which they have, which they have like introduced in the, say, the when starting from the PS4 era. So we're looking at uh, IPs like Horizon. Which is obviously from uh, Gorilla. We're looking at Sucker Punch and Ghost of Tsushima, uh, and you know there's a there's a few more of those. Days Gone, obviously, Days Gone didn't pan out for for Bend uh, in terms of uh, commercial sales. Uh, I think critically, you know, it, 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 it was what it was at the end of the day. So it's not to say that they uh, that they haven't tried, but yeah, to to speak of Days Gone, they couldn't risk like giving that game another shot to to kind of. See if they could redeem themselves and make uh, make the money they did. To your point, Amy, that they needed to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the the industry is going to need to crash and burn, and we're going to need to build back better. It doesn't need to. That's that's what frustrates me. Frustrates me the most. Like none of this needs to 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 reset. Like you can make changes now. Like you don't have to spend fucking four hundred million dollars on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You could spend a hundred million dollars on four games, and if two of them pop off, <laughs> that's going to make true. you even more money. Like, like I don't know. Like the the problem is that um, the the need to to make maximum profit is the enemy of art, and yes. that is the thing that is currently clashing quite hard um, in games right now. Like, I mean, it doesn't help that. You know, you have to release a game within a certain time frame, uh, regardless of whether it works or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which isn't helping any of the any of any of us playing the games, any of the people making the games, or any of the people trying to make money off of selling the games. It's all about the thing. Is the worst thing is about it is that they're all in the issue of 
I'm going to sound like freaking Liz Truss here. Growth, growth, Somebody and more growth. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and I think, and it's not about sustainability, which is like what, like what, like when we when we laugh about freaking things of like when it comes to global water, it's all about sustainability for the planet. And I think it's the same for the video game industry. It's not about growth. It's about sustainability where you can continue to bring in money for yourselves and bring in profit and but but and be still be able to bring out great games and everything for us and whatnot. And it's just like the worst thing is about it, like with all these layoffs and everything like that. Well not the worst thing, should I say it? like the it's, this is a fifty it's a double edged sword this one, part. One of, one of the many it's a double edged sword. <laughs> the double edged sword part from all these layoffs is that some group is gonna come together and they're gonna create an indie studio. And they're gonna maybe pop reveal, come out and come out and bring bring the next best thing, next good thing that comes out from it. One of these AAA developers are gonna try and buy them. Probably Microsoft, because <laughs> they're just buying everybody these days and whatnot, you know, or Tencent, oh. and and whatnot. And that's just, and that's and then it's then then they and then we lose out. They lose their ident- uh, their identity and everything. And then the cycle goes off again. They'll leave to go off and create a new studio. <laughs> And so mm-hmm. on and so on. And it just, the worst thing is about it is like, like what you're saying to me is like spot on. Like, to, uh, even though I love a lot of them and everything like that, Sony do release games that are just very, they do they're the same thing over and over again, pretty much. Third person, uh, story, full on story games, uh, main character, uh, pasty white dude <laughs> for the most part. Um, Nathan Drake, the uh, uh, Joel, Spider Man, <laughs> and whatnot, uh, and yeah, and so on. It's just like, but uh, this is an industry that we all love. This is an industry that we just we love the characters that we've all fallen in love with. We've all had, we all we all have games out there that have inspired us in so many ways. Of just like opened our minds to something, you know, and. To see that the the top the corporates just don't give a fuck apart from growth, growth, growth. Mm. Just like so, like what you said, it's the earlier like for all the young, inspiring people who are wanting who are in college right now or, or in university trying to become trying to get into this industry. My my thing to them right now is do not, don't absolutely don't, don't like it's like I don't even know. Like I keep, I, I don't even know off the top of my head that if any of the ones who are who are in my class um, have got a job in the industry mm. yet, and I would say I was probably one of the worst, worst ones compared to them. You know, like like they they had so many amazing ideas. My thing was just getting get the degree, do everything as best of my learn, learn and absorb as much as I can and whatnot. But my thing was because of my age i was like i need to get in basically my aim was get in, get out get a job type of thing and i was there way longer than i thought i was going to be and it was a great success it's great it's because i'm in a job i'm in the job i'm what i want to be in and everything and i'm grateful for that but like they uh like for for me like i'm able to sustain it i'm able to be able to, to take it because but like it's also put me in an extraordinary amount of debt <laughs> just mm. for college they don't have the jobs and they have got just took nothing but debt from this thing. What makes it even worse? And it's just 
it's a whole like i said it's a whole it's a culmination of so many things that are not even out that are outside of this video game industry that's going to hurt the video game industry yes sorry i felt like someone needed to fill no 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 absolutely no, no, no. <laughs> we're all being quiet yeah no and it's like and then you saw and you see like i don't mind like different many different avenues to type of playing games like if you want to go out and buy them support the discs and everything like that because if you want that if you want the disc you got to go out and buy them because the discs are going to go if you want to play they digital sure if you want to play digital that's your that's your choice as well i, I buy i buy digital I'm, I'm a bit of mixture of all things if but if you want to like do what like what you do amy for your for your xbox you it's literally just the game is streaming thing for you for for game pass if you want to do that, do that. That well, makes it all. I had a game sharer, but he never buys games on Xbox anymore. So I guess <laughs> it is just a Game Pass machine. Wait <laughs> a I've lost my train. I thought you. Were. I, I, I looked and I was like, I tried to stop myself. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did not. You did not. You were talking like, about how there's many different avenues for yeah to play, uh, but at the same time, all the all these companies are trying to push to one of them or well, mm. two of them but eventually that one of them is going to turn to one that, that two of them is going to then turn to one of them because they're going to try and focus on all uh, on one thing just like again the movie industry has done as well trying to uh, streaming everyone streaming 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 stream yeah that's how how good is that doing for you guys we made cable again guys Check it out. There you go. TV and yeah it's just no one, apart from us and other places or whatnot, would say you've got to think sustainability, not growth. Mm. I also believe you can have both. Just you don't have to be a greedy twat. No, you definitely. <laughs> you don't have to hurt. You don't have to be. You don't have to hurt the people who are create giving you that money, as well, because it's the people. The people who develop the games for you to be able to do this, and yeah. Uh, we're gonna seems... we're gonna have a st- and we're gonna have a staff shortage as well because of the layoffs. As that's, well. That seems like a good a good segue into the fifty eight hundred plus layoffs that have happened in the last twenty five days. Yeah, to be fair, at the, the time of recording, there's still a few hours of the working day left. Yeah, it's, the it's early, so it <laughs> yeah. might change before this, this episode releases on Friday. So, like, if it's yeah, high, if it's yeah. high, it changed. I did. I did exactly what I said I was going to do in Discord chat. I, mm-hmm. I said, right, get all your stuff in on the Discord, and I'll, I'll put the doc together. And I saw all the different layoff stories people had shared, and I was like, I'm sure someone's made a tracker, and then and there's a Kotaku tracker. And I was like, I'm just going to use this, and I put the number in <laughs> at one thirty p.m. this afternoon UK time, and then I had to go back in <laughs> before we started recording because the number had already changed. And not by an insignificant And not by, either. like, 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by, like, 2,000. Yep. Like, I'm scared to click it because the number might have changed again in the last <laughs> two hours. Um, but, yes, there's a Kotaku. It has changed. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Seriously? It now says 5,900 plus. So there's been another 100 um, since I already the updated the document. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Yeah, there's been two more. Rikon Games has laid off about 60 people, and Little Red Dog Games has laid off 27 people. 
Oh no, Little Red Dog games is just shut down completely. Um, oh, lovely. So, like, you know, this this number will be higher by the time people sit down to listen to this podcast, even if you click play on it the minute I upload it. But yeah, I think there's a there's a really powerful paragraph at the end of this. Uh, so, as of January twenty. 20- uh, 5th 2024 at least 5,959 people have been or will be laid off this year the video game industry is bigger and makes more money than movies and music combined bringing in 180 billion dollars in 2021 alone it's also an industry that becomes riskier and more expensive each year as AAA games take longer and cost more to make as we were alluded to earlier uh, leading to a situation where even a single flop can sink a studio or publisher and the whole industry is also in desperate need of unions to help protect the new workers and things don't go your mouth functioned for about 30 seconds there <laughs> like not even a little bit you did the i whole thought it was my thing. end i thought you it did, was me you did the whole robot thing i uh yeah to to sum up what i said uh, corporate greed, industry consolidation, and poor leadership will likely continue to cost thousands of people's jobs. Well, well, I want to. S- also, if on. anyone knows of a good Discord alternative, please leave a comment because I'm getting sick <laughs> of this shit. <laughs> Sorry, Moody, go on. No, no, no. So, neither of you know this or anything like that. Only, per- only person who knows this is my partner. But uh, today, I literally signed up to a union. Congrats. Good. Yeah, I was like. I'm not risking it. I, per, to my knowledge, I'm perfectly comfortable. I'm absolutely. I'm all good at my place and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you just don't know. I just, do wince. You don't know. Like, I do have to wince when every time I see a new new headline because obviously, like, I know like you, where you work, and I know where a lot of my friends work, and it's like, is this the post I'm going to see where it's like, merge games announces this? So. Yeah, and then the other thing to consider as well is a lot of these a lot of these people who've been affected, they don't know until they see it in the news cycles. Well, yeah, it's so, of... <laughs> yeah, the Microsoft one today, like people who worked at Activision Blizzard were texting Jason Shire to see if they, he yeah. could, they could find out if they still had a job because they didn't know. They were finding mm-hmm. out on, on socials, not and, and by it... emails or being told. <laughs> it's also that conversation of how do you check in on your industry friends without A, being the instigator of causing them panic to think, oh, crap, is my job in danger? Or to to find them in a place where uh, they they aren't uh, they aren't in the place where they need to talk to friends or are open to talking to friends and all the rest of it. And it's a, it's a tricky situation for, for everyone involved. Uh, so if you're, if you're in a position where you know of, uh, of people who have been affected, then uh, please show as much empathy as you can muster. Because I think that's what a lot of people need right now. Yeah. In January, in January 2024, this year, Microsoft became the only and third company in history to be worth more than three trillion dollars. And oh, they've the... just sacked off nine, 1,900 plus people. Well, think of it this way: so Bobby Kotick took a golden parachute when they uh, were booted out of the top of Activision Blizzard. I think the 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 packet was in the region of one hundred forty nine million dollars. All of that money was more than enough to save the uh, nineteen hundred people who were laid off. Um, the money they spent on Activision Blizzard 
like even they, scratch it. They wouldn't even scratch yeah. it. Like they bought the yeah. studio knowing full well they were gonna sack a bunch of people out of it. Yeah. And like I never wanna be like the I told you so person, but like we were sounding alarm bells when Microsoft started buying studios before Activision Blizzard. Mergers mm. and acquisitions lead to layoffs. They always have and they always will. And it's the the other knock on effect it's having it's had because unfortunately I've read a lot about this in the last few months because you know there's a lot of fucking ground to cover with it. I um I'm not a financial expert. I'm just I read things and watch things. The investment in video games is crashed. Um, so you look at studios that haven't been bought by mega corporations, and they're not getting any money to mm-hmm. for their next projects. So it's like a it's like a soup the storm where you know the two storms collide and it makes the bigger storm. Yeah, yeah. And then George Clooney is on a boat and Yeah. Uh, yeah, perfect perfect storm. Was perfect, perfect storm. There we go. <laughs> perfect storm. <laughs> I thought you were trying to think the day after tomorrow or something. No, no, no. The other one. <laughs> or twisters. The, yeah, the, no, the other one. <laughs> or twenty twelve. No, the other one. <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's creating a perfect storm of 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 just everything's going to to hell. Um, and yeah, it's I... it's all about that return on investment. Like Riot mm-hmm. Games have sacked five six hundred people um, this week, and one of their one of the things they said in the statement: "This isn't to appease the shareholders. It is a pit to appease the shareholders because if it wasn't, you wouldn't have done it." You, Riot Games makes enough money. Mm-hmm. To cover For one game, to cover all of paying all of those people without it denting them, like they're not yeah. going to go out of business if they continued to employ those people. Microsoft isn't going to go out, of, wouldn't go out of business if they continued to employ the nineteen hundred people they're laying off right now. Uh yeah. What's What's really sickening is to that point, Microsoft stock went up this morning. Yeah, of course. It did. Yeah. Says, because the shareholders love it because it means they're going to get a higher return on on their investment because they're spending yeah. less money. From from a but, business point of view, you can see where they're coming from and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate or nothing, but in terms of, okay, activism, Blizzard, they have a finance department, but when they're acquired, you don't need their finance department because Microsoft got that covered kind of thing. So I, I can see that it makes quote unquote sense, but it's done with such a lack of compassion. It just, it breaks the heart. I was in a job once where well, it was a retail job. It's a long time ago where there was like two stores owned by the same company that merged into like one store mm-hmm. and obviously that means fucking shitloads of people work there and how that was handled quote unquote handled was natural attrition so everybody from both places kept their jobs and a couple a few people like went to different places and then they just kept running with everybody that was there and then as people naturally left and the and the headcount went down i mm. um not sacked, just like people yeah, yeah. got other jobs, went to do other things. And there's a way to handle this kind of thing. <laughs> and then there's this. Yeah. But because we live in late stage capitalism, that number would go up fast enough um, if yeah, they yeah. just waited for natural attrition. Um, and natural attrition wouldn't really take care of anything because there's no fucking jobs anywhere mm-hmm. um, at the moment. But like the idea of just the idea of like Microsoft signing this fucking deal like two months ago and then laying off 1900 people and like a lot of the, a lot of these layoffs are down to 
bad and bad bad ideas, bad mismanagement. And it's it's the executives who continue to get their hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, and then yep. everybody else gets sacked. Like you could sa- you could sack Phil Spencer <laughs> and instead of all of these people. Mm-hmm. And you'd probably save more money. Yeah. Corporations aren't your friend. Yeah. Remember even if the, even if their figurehead is seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He's still none, he's still an executive. None of this Uncle Phil business anymore. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what makes it worse for him is that he's even come out. Oh, oh no, I shouldn't be getting paid the amount the amount I get paid. You, take a pay you cut. Can refuse it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you can take a pay cut. You what I did. You're the boss. Yeah. yeah. You you can actually do that. You've got the power. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be in a room with him for like five minutes or just on a podcast and just be like, yeah. you don't, you don't, you, I've got some great news for you, Phil, uh-huh. <laughs> on that regard. <laughs> there was this guy who used to run Nintendo called Satoru Oada, right? And what he did mm-hmm. was, <laughs> but that's the thing. He, it, like, I've seen this because I've seen the Iwata thing shared. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of times, obviously, in the last little while. But like, he he did that, and and the executives below him did that because Nintendo are in bad times, right? Like, mm. I can't remember when exactly it was. I it was a GameCube or the Wii or whatever. But they were not uh, the Wii U. Sorry, but they were not doing well. Microsoft is doing well. Like, yes, <laughs> that like they are doing well. Like, I know, like, oh, they're in third place or whatever, but, like, they are making a lot of money, which is the, the their entire purpose for Yeah, existence. they're not making a loss. <laughs> like, they're not making a loss. They, not only do they not need to sack people, you know, Phil doesn't need to cut his pay because they don't need to sack people and save money. They're not in that mm. position where they need to save and scrimp. Like, so, yeah, like, but yes, you know, Phil, if somehow you've stumbled upon our podcast, great news, you can just cut your pay whenever you want. <laughs> Yeah. Wild Video how game that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild how that works, isn't it? That's it. Well, the thing is now, like, so I put something out on on um, LinkedIn where I attached. Uh, basically, I said it's now it's it's now time to unionize, but also strike. And I think that's the only way these companies are going to start listening and everything like that. So I think anyone out there, I think if you, there's a chance we're going to now start seeing things like this. Like we already saw that, but that was only really with one company and that was Activision Blizzard, obviously, when the whole thing happened Mm. and whatnot. We haven't really seen it since then. Um, I I think we're going to start, especially as like there's an article out there by like what you, from Games Games industry.biz like this is only the beginning like it's gonna be like the next couple of years oh. like what you stated mm. earlier i mean yeah that this is it's gonna be hard times even more it's gonna get if it's gonna get worse that means the people are gonna get pissed off and the people are gonna start striking and the people are just gonna refuse giving people work then that's gonna affect the customers because the customers are gonna be like wait why is this game still broken after they've released it and everything why have they not updated it because the people don't get paid right and oh, they're gonna get sacked and they're just refusing to work <laughs> so it's like the th- the thing you know we all heard last year was like 2023 is an amazing year for video games and like it wasn't. It was a terrible year for video oh, games yeah. at the time with the, with the layoffs, but like you could see what was coming for the next five years of of like games for the people who make them and for the games themselves. Like the games are gonna suck, like comparatively, like for the next few years. 
Well, not suck, but you know what I mean. Games are going to yeah, yeah. get worse, like for the next few years at least, because it's dominoes falling, and I don't think people connect. Like people in general on a larger, broader, like paying with a broader brush, like connect events to one another. Mm-hmm. Where it's like all of this stuff happened in 2023, and yeah, sure, Zelda and Baldur's Gate and Alan Wake and, and everything were, were fucking great games, but that's because the preceding few years were met like there was better job security, there was more people working on games, there's more investment going into games, people were able to remote work, which oh, yeah. I, which definitely contributed, and 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 it's the thing that we've been advocating for years on on this podcast, especially me and Moody, Bidia for years, is that one. People are happier, they make better games. Yes. <laughs> so one-to-one correlation with that, isn't That's it? That's what happened last year. <laughs> like, people were happier and they made amazing games. <laughs> Even the people who haven't been laid off are going to be affected by all of the layoffs because they're going to worry that they're next. They're not going to be making their best work. They're constantly going to be looking over their shoulder. They're going to be worried about all of their friends who don't have jobs and who might never get jobs in the industry. I've seen people talking about literally they've been given offers from studios and then those studios have laid off and they've had to do a studio freeze and they've had the offers rescinded. So like, yeah, I know, I know one person's had that twice happen to them. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no, there's no route back into the industry for a lot of the people that are that going. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even touched on the fact that these, these layoffs are, are going to disproportionately affect marginalized people. Yeah, and th- there are uh, there are some movements. Uh, so I know uh, I think maybe you shared this in terms of uh, for people who play uh, titles by Riot. Uh, I believe on the February eleventh, uh, there is a, a movement to essentially to avoid all Riot games and titles on that day as a form of uh, peaceful protest, uh, for want for a better word, and to 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 send a message that. Uh, everything that they're doing in terms of laying off people in there and their practices uh, are not right. And that the, uh, the people for, for a better term, uh, won't stand for it. Now, whether one day will, will have any, uh, any serious impact, it can't say, but at least it sends a message. So there'll be, I, I think in, in many instances, you have a, you have some form of duty to be educated on what's going on with the video games that you play. And you, with, with that information, you can choose to, to make whatever decision comes to you and what, whatever feels right kind of thing. But I think there's a, there has to be more accountability. And for us to hold all these video game companies accountability, we need to be educated on the matter as well. Yeah, true. No doubt about that. <clears throat> but sadly, when it comes to that riot thing, or for, if you're asking the games to do something, and I don't mean this nastily towards them or anything like that, but I just don't think they'll do you know, anything. You know what, maybe I'm going to mm. echo your sentiment, but I do mean it nastily towards them because I've seen some riot games players' responses to some of this stuff, and, and I do mean it nastily. They're not going to do sh- not enough of them are going to do shit because not enough of them mm. care. As long as their yeah. game still works, like yeah, that, that's why I say it's the yeah. employer, who, the employees who need to do this. They're the ones who need to strike and everything. And I'm thousand percent with you. Yeah. It's just uh, for, for everybody listening and uh, who may not be in the industry, if they're feeling powerless, then things like this are something they can they potentially get involved in. Also, yeah, it's baby steps. It is, hopefully, and hopefully, it's something. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. 
Um, who's ready for a half time? On that depressing note, who's ready for a half time? <laughs> Who wants to learn about a cool indie game? I haven't done this for a while. Because <laughs> it's time for Indie Game of the Week. This is the thing we do every week where we talk about cool-looking upcoming indie game that looks cool and you should go and wishlist it. This week's Indie Game of the Week. Little Problems, a cozy detective game. Little Problems is a cozy detective game about solving mysteries around minor inconveniences, everyday misunderstandings, and of course, little problems. This game is not about saving the world, it's about enriching it, one case at a time. And if that didn't just sound like exactly the kind of game... <laughs> to drop into the middle of this podcast i don't know what did <laughs> that's it that, that's exactly this is the hero we need right now these are the heroes we need right now <laughs> but yeah uh, no it came it came to my attention because it it describes itself further and down in steam description as a as a case of the golden idol like and we need more games like case of the golden idol so <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like i'm in <laughs> sold immediately um and of course it looks really good um, it's being developed by Poshcat Studios, published by Playstack. It's coming 2024 at Steam. Link in the description. Click it. Click the wishlist button. Really helps. Great stuff. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go take a half time and reconsider all of the choices in our lives that have brought us to this place. I don't. I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing. I don't know if you guys. Like, well, I'll come back and flood the tears. Don't, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to make a cuppa. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> All right, gamers. Let's get back to it. Can I? Before do we it. do it, before we do in gaming checking, can I? Can I inject some positivity into into this podcast? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, do the GDQ thing. Yeah, to talk about awesome games done quick. Yeah. <laughs> Raising two two million five hundred and sixteen thousand five hundred and seven dollars for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. <sighs> because that was nice. That was a nice week. Like it I, was. I didn't take the week off on purpose to watch GDQ. Um, like it just my my week off lined up. He's had the stars aligned perfectly. <laughs> So that, like, I was sitting down, I was like, oh, GDQ started. I, I guess I'll watch it, like, live this year. Like, obviously not all of it, it runs mm. 24-7 for seven days. But, um, yeah, I ended up watching quite a lot of it live. Um, it's It was funny because about halfway through the, like, watching it, I was watching, like, it's this, this thought struck me. And then I was like, I want to bring this up on the podcast. It was I was watching um, a speed run. Of uh, of the Bluey, the video game. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it was really nice. Like you know, it's a, you know, but if you don't know what Bluey is, it's just a really wholesome cartoon, and they made a game of it last year. Um, mm-hmm. And you can't really speed run it; like you can just play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like every time the characters on the screen went hooray, which is like a catchphrase thing from the TV yep. show, like the entire crowd and everybody would just go hooray, and it was just this really nice, wholesome, <laughs> awesome moment. And it was like I was about halfway through the 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 event. And I was thinking back to the podcasts that towards the end of last year, where we were talking about the Game Awards, um, like how disrespectful it was to to the people who make mm-hmm. games, and you know Jeff trying to market it as a celebration of games, and it's just a celebration of game advertisements. And I and I just had that thought of, no, this is a celebration of games. <laughs> this yeah. is what a celebration of games actually looks like, like. From like the the big stuff, like there was runs of Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate three, like down to like Whiplash, an early two thousands three D platformer released on the original Xbox that 
no one had ever heard of, but someone did a speedrun of it, and it was like it was a great speedrun. Like it was a fun time to watch it. Um, and then just the, the the icing on the top of it of they raised two and a half million dollars for a charity, and I was like, damn, this is more. This is this is this is a celebration. Hell yeah! And I mean, it's just good to watch. There was, and it was one of the best ones of the last few years. Um, like I haven't disliked any GDQs that I've watched any of since I got into it um, during the pandemic, uh, the lockdown specifically. But like this one, just I don't know, the vibes were just there was just something about it that was just really, really cool. Like, it's like tonic for the soul. Yeah, I mean, Games Done Quick is a really, really cool, inclusive, welcoming community. Um, mm-hmm. Like just all year round, anyway. But the like the runs were cool. Like you know, Jeremite was run by Peanut Butter the dog. Um, yep, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody else beat. Um, somebody else got like sixteen stars in Super Mario sixty four played on a drum kit. Um, you know, people out there. But then there was other. There was a lot of devs there, like uh, Dead Space remake. They did a, a speed run of that, and they had a QA tester on the couch. Um, started talking to him while they were doing the speed run, and um, Marty, the guy who did, he was the creative director of Doom in 2016. Mm. Um, Hugo Martin <laughs> um, was like, he was on Discord while they were doing the speedrun, 100% speedrun of Doom and stuff. And there was a Celeste dev there at one point, and it was just like, damn, this is fucking, what a great experience. That's awesome. Um, I highly recommend it. All of the runs are up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of fun to be had. And a lot of the really fun ones are the ones you wouldn't expect. One of my favorite ones was the Granny <laughs> games <laughs> were extremely entertaining to watch. Um, but yeah, it's good. It was good. And it raised a lot of money. And the next one is Frost Fatales, uh, March 3rd, March 9th, which is uh, women and femmes speedrunning nice. for another charity. That's awesome. That's it. I just wanted to interject a little bit of, yeah, hooray, I guess. That's it. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, see, see things like this, this is amazing, so. Yeah, like, I, I highly recommend everyone just, like, go into the, the playlist on YouTube and just if some, just scroll through it and see if something catches your eye. Like, there's some really fucking cool shit, um, if you like mm-hmm. video games, especially. I don't know how Moody I'm, would feel watching it as a QA tester because, like, speedrunning requires breaking shit. <laughs> I don't like it. Even Moody, like, no. even Moody would get mad at PB the dog, so... <laughs> to be fair, Peanut Butter the dog obviously did not take advantage of any glitches. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, like, I understand the fascination with it, but for me, it's like, if you want to do a speedrun, speedrun it how it's meant to be, not by breaking it. Or anything like that. I just, I no, I don't really like that. Well, there are speedrun categories like glitchless categories and stuff. Yeah, glitchless. I think if you can do glitch, I think you do glitchless. Those are the ones. If I watch any, of those are the ones I would watch and everything like that. But if it's with glitches, I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I'm in a similar boat when it comes to, uh, yeah, if you're going outside the bounds of what the levels are supposed to be, that kind of thing, or the environment, then, uh, yeah, that kind of defeats the point. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't get to see Baldur's Gate beaten in 40 minutes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> By yeeting people off of bridges and putting them in boxes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the Dead Space one was quite fascinating because they, they did do out-of-bounds glitches, but the way they got out-of-bounds was they threw a box and then like used the kinesis thing to pull it back and it hit him mm. in the head <laughs> and knocked him out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, how did someone find that? <laughs> yeah, I just stumbled across it in the first place. Like, interesting. <laughs> but uh, no, it's um, it's a good time. Um, do you want to just, should we just, should we check in? Should we do some games? Let's check in with some video games. Really can go fast because he's played the biggest release of the week. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've played Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Um, this is a really, really, really good video game. I can see why a lot of people are enjoying it and everything. It's a, it brings back Prince of Persia to a whole new light and everything. And it really does. Uh, it's really, really well done. Um, like I say, it does the Castlevania thing. It's been like it's a side scroller and it's doing all that, all that craziness what they've all done before, which when many, 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 many games have done before, before that and everything. Um, this game has a the better thing that is it's shining light. It's its visuals. It's and it's uh, and it's combat. The combat is really well done. I really did enjoy it and everything. I think it's a little too long. I think it's overly long, actually. I think it just hits a part where I hit a part to it where I was just like, uh, I'm done. Mm. I was like that. I was like that. I think this is a you game, Amy. I think you would really enjoy this. Interesting. For me, personally. I think you would enjoy it. Um, even though I've just said, yeah, I, I hit a spot where I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm done. That yeah. type of thing. <laughs> I like long I'm not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but not yet. It's a lot of fun. It's great. Uh, the visuals are great. Uh, I love that they've uh, that there's a option if you want to like if you for languages they've put a Persian language in there, which is mm. very hard to do apparently. Uh, that's amazing to see that type of thing. Um, the, the 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 puzzles to get uh, the puzzles to try and get somewhere. I think are really well done, and it's like it goes like does the thing of what like a lot of Metrovinias or Castlevania type Metrovinias yeah Metrovinias do. Where further in the game you you'll unlock something you can now go back to do something else blah 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 you can do all that and some of them are really cool and very unique and like some of them are also a pain in the ass where it's just like wait you want me to do what <laughs> yeah, how fast me- huh <laughs> um they had they also had some great accessibility in this in this uh, in this game as well uh, they had a um options that uh like they did a the color thing what like last of us brought into what you can light up to certain parts of the game high and, and colors a high contrast and everything like that they did that that's really does really well the only thing that they didn't have was what the tunic thing had and that was like giving Ven- an infinite life or something like that i was just like yeah yeah it, I, it, it got it got a little too hard for me i was like where i even got was like it's just pissing me off that's what i wanted to ask you about so for the I, i've been watching uh uh, Andy Cortez, the natural rifle playthrough, uh, Prince of Persia over on uh, Twitch and YouTube. The uh, the difficulty is uh, is what uh, struck me the most. Uh, they're playing it on the hero difficulty, which I think is one above or one fewer than the highest difficulty there is, kind of thing. And that game looks punishing. It is. 
It can yeah. be. It really can be. And I played it on the baby ass baby mode, mate. Yeah. Um, and it was punishing for even for um, for me. Like I'm not a good game anyway, mm-hmm. so I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, the- but no, it's uh, it is a lot of fun. It really is a fun game, and I can see why people are like, "Ooh, the already a game of the year type of thing," and just like that. I was thinking the game's gonna be forgotten by the time the end this of the game year. Is sadly, been forgotten now. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, that's the thing about, especially with the two big releases that have come out, and I think yeah, the game has sadly become nonchalant obsolete whole... say, obsolete which is a shame because it is a it is a really good really good game i think it uh if you like it's like when i say long it's not like to the lengths of what a normal ubisoft type level game hmm. is to thousands of hours and everything you know it's about it's about a 15 hour 20 hour game and everything uh, but i did hit a point where i was just like yeah i'm kind of done now uh but it is a. I would say it's a. I would give it a thumbs up. I would say, yeah, go out and give it a go and everything like that. I think it is a, a you game. You a you You're game. You're saying that because it's hard, right? <laughs> no. Also, okay, you good. is for Ubisoft. <laughs> I just, I just need, I just need to clarify. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but I honestly, I, th- I honestly do think you would enjoy this. What are you going to ask, Fitz? May I ask? So, one of the big things about uh, this game that people were talking about was the uh, the ability to capture moments and memories and how you can take snapshots of where you are on the map and tag them to various uh, parts of the map. So if you're, uh, while you're exploring and you come across, yeah, yeah, when you come across a, say, a passageway that you can't open yet because you haven't got the ability or the item to get there, you snapshot where it is, you attach it to the map, and uh, it's a visual reminder to you to say, oh, when I get the item, here's where I need to go kind of thing. I can go to what a fast travel point they have and, and zip back over there. Did you find yourself using that a lot or? No. Yeah. I didn't, but I think yeah. I think that's in the game is amazing. Yeah, like I didn't need it, um, and everything because I, I wasn't going into the game of like let's explore everything. Me was just mm. like I want to just play the game, enjoy myself. I did enjoy myself. I can't deny that. Like I say, I did enjoy myself. I think it's a really good video game. I did hit a spot for myself where th- this is just a me thing of like I hit, I've now hit my wall. I'm now ready to move on to the next thing, which I've got installed, ready to start on tomorrow. And when I get finished work, um, and just crack on and then move on. Like I was ready to like I gave myself a limit basically for myself. That's my aim for this year. Is like I, you've got a limit. You've got a time. Okay, if you can't get this done by this date return it type of thing it's that lesson we all learned last year oh like victoria me and you learned where it's like you know you just stop playing a game if you want basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that helps me start get like since i've started with that mindset that helps me start games now (laughs) that's what i'm hoping yeah i've so i've basically started i was thinking if i could complete it that's fantastic if i didn't i didn't but as long as i enjoyed myself that's how it was and i did enjoy Mm -hmm. myself yeah i hit a wall but yeah, that's but the wall is a me thing, not a everyone else thing, thing or anything like that. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. game. No, I don't believe it's a game thing. Yeah. I think it's a more me thing. So like, yeah, definitely. I would say yeah, give this guy if give the give this guy give this game a go if you want to give it a go. If you've heard good things or you were on the boat fence, yeah, give it a go. Like like it's out there. It's not that expensive to add north. Um, Oh heck! Do what my name you do. Go to boomerang.com. <laughs> we're not sponsored, you. but if you want to sponsor us, boomerang. We're, no, we're not sponsored, but you know, like you don't even send me the one fucking game, the one game, <laughs> the one game. I didn't play Prince of Persia because I was like, no, it's fine. Next yeah, year, I say it's coming out. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to like. If I get into that game, I don't want to drop it. Like I want, if I play it, I want to give it its time. And then they didn't even send yeah. me the fucking yeah. Yakuza game, and I can't afford to buy it. And I'm totally fine with that. 
Also, <laughs> check out Prince of Persia if you're into tall, muscly women who are also blacksmiths. Oh yeah. my God, Jesus. <laughs> the muscly women in this, I was like, step on me all the time. And you're the smallest guy in this game. Just so you, you know, are. you are you're the smallest king. guy. <laughs> Everyone else is like seven foot fucking tall or for the muscly uh, devil, devil woman. She's like 20 foot tall and just like, take me. <laughs> so what what position do you want me to assume for that hammer <laughs> i was just like oh my god <laughs> and that's not a reason why why i think it's an amy rcb game either yes, it is. Yes, it is. you all tuned into my resident evil village stream to see one thing <laughs> that's, oh, that's, yeah, we that's not denying it. I, I can't deny that but by you accident did. <laughs> I got trapped in a corner. <laughs> that you obviously didn't put yourself into at all. I didn't want to uh -huh. give you all the satisfaction, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not a very good gamer. <laughs> so I just went with it. You know, you're fucking I'm stuck. Um, but yeah, no, that's cool. I, I'm like, it's on the back of my mind to, to give it a try. Mm. So if I get back to it, I will. But I did play a game. I played one last night, actually, off of uh, off of the old game pass. Uh, turn it, boy, robbers a bank. <laughs> Back at it again like a bad habit. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's three to four hours long. That's perfect. I have three to four hours to spare. <laughs> Let me play a video game. Um, I've not played Turn It Boy Commits Tax Evasion, despite the fact that that is one of the best names for a video game I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and that turned out to be quite relevant because at the start, when I started the game up, it was like, have you played the first game? And I was like, no. And then the game was like, you probably should, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. And I was like, I'm sure it's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'll just get into it. And then like, it was dropping like all of these story references to the first one. And I was like, what the fuck happened in the first game? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So now I need to go and play that. But um, yeah, this is a, a, a roguelike. Um, where you play Turner Boy and you rob a bank and it's a little bit um, procedurally generated so the bank's layout is the same and like the order of progression like you beat a boss you get their card to go to the next area which is always mm -hmm. in the same place and has the same layout but the enemies are like spawned differently um, and then there's these elevators you could go into which take you to like side areas and those, those elevators will be random every time um, but for the most part, it's just a top-down roguelike. You run around, you shoot some guards, you shake people down by literally, like you pick them up and you shake them, and all their money falls <laughs> out. <laughs> um, and then you, you beat it and rob a bank. Are you intrigued to go back to play the first game? I definitely want to. <laughs> when okay. it was like dropping nice. references to some stuff, and I was like, what the fuck? That's not committing tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my one takeaway from the Turnip Boy franchise is a phenomenal artist, uh, uh, Flora Jesse. You might know them as Pink Spider Felix uh, over on the Twitters. Uh, they did a piece of art. I'm only going to give you the title and I'm going to let your minds paint the, the visual picture. Turnip Daddy. And essentially, this made it... <laughs> the developers loved this so much that she threatened them to say, okay, you better not release a bad game, otherwise Turnip Daddy's gonna come for you. And I'm happy to <laughs> I'm happy to say that obviously Turnip Boy Robs a Bank is a is another stellar game from them. So that was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um very Hell short. Yeah. 
Um, like, you know, you hear roguelite and you think, oh man, I'm going to play this game for a bazillion hours to try and freaking unlock. No, no, no. It was, mm-hmm. I played it for three, according to my Xbox tracker, I played it on PC. I played it for three hours and 21 minutes, finished the game. Um, there's like four bosses <laughs> and then the final bit. Um, yep. it's a lot of fun. Like, I think it's about right in terms of length. Um, the, the like you unlock a lot of stuff, but you do it really, really fast. Um, because mm. obviously of the length of the game, so you've got this like really like fast climb in terms of like power progression and stuff. Um, and like you find a lot of very cool, fun, different weapons. Like you research to get like crossbows and Uzis and pistols and stuff, but then you find weapons randomly in the game, and it's like they're ridiculous. Um, but they're a lot of fun to use. Um, and like the game is ridiculous like it's so dumb <laughs> like in in an intentional funny way um like the first boss is like a sheriff <clears throat> like an like modeled after like an old west sheriff and when you beat him his dialogue is i guess i've yeed my last ha and i was just like <laughs> yeah brilliant <laughs> So that's the that's the kind of humor you're dealing with, <laughs> and the tone, and it it persists all the way through. <laughs> um, and it was just fun. Um, and you can download it on Game Pass. It's like twelve pound forty nine, I think, um, to buy if you want to buy it. Um, and if you want to, like, I didn't complete the game one hundred percent, but I feel like it probably would have only taken me like another hour, maybe, yeah. to clear off like all of the the side quests uh, and whatnot mm-hmm. to do. But um, no, it was fun. I had a fun time. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've been jumping back into Gran Turismo 7. Now, uh, for regular fans of the podcast, the last time I talked about Gran Turismo 7 was when I was talking about the 1.41 update, uh, which was uh, Spec 2.0, uh, which essentially was Gran Turismo's version of uh, reinventing itself and bringing some whole scale changes to the video game. Uh, as of the time of recording, 1.42 dropped today, uh, and it is the worst update uh, I've ever come across in this video game. Uh, so for for context, GT7 is a live service game. So while it doesn't ask for a subscription fee or anything like that, it does uh, ask your time of you. And uh, this update does not respect your time at all. Uh, what they what they bring into the game is uh, three cars. Which isn't, uh, which is a typical like kind of. This is the the u- usual rigmarole when it comes to GT Seven updates. Uh, two of them are concept cars, uh, which they brand as Vision GTs. Uh, one of them you have early access to if you buy a real life watch, which you, which retails for four and a half thousand pounds, or you can just wait till February and pay one million in game credits to to do it. That's the thing. Uh, and then the other concept car is just a random Genesis, which is a South Korean band. A brand of car and then we have a little suzuki jimny uh which is the sweetest thing uh and that's what they added to the game this week in the real world we have uh the rolex 24 at daytona international speedway in florida it's one of the uh one of the pinnacle endurance races in the world they wrote a run for 24 hours as the name suggests uh and it's america's super bowl when it comes to motor racing outside of the indy 500 this would have been the perfect time to drop a uh, an endurance event in the game with the cards which are actually going to compete 
on the you know on the actual circuit this uh, the weekend. But for some reason, the team at Polyphon Digital have forgotten everything that made GT GT a special franchise to the people who were invested in their single player portion. And I get uh, you know there's a fraction of the player base who are all about racing online and try hard and all the rest of it. More power to you, but it's it's just so disappointing to see what the where they've taken the game and the thing i'd love to do most is to see what what they do with the feedback that is given to them obviously there's, there's lots of hubbub uh, around various forums and online and social media and whatnot about oh this is terrible this is the worst update so far and all the rest of it what are they actually doing with this information do they just not see it do uh the heads of the studio like uh, kazanori yamochi sound do they come across it and just file it away and say, oh, you know, I've got a vision and we're going to stick to it. I would just love to know what they're, what they're doing and what their plan is and if they have a plan. Because at the moment, it just doesn't seem like they do. And as to my earlier point, the game no longer respects the time that you're, uh, that you're supposed to put into it to complete all the races and all the rest of it. Because what they're doing, what they're putting into the game is trash at the moment. Wow, was and now, now I'm going to step off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Put the microphone down. <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. I love these Gran Turismo 7 updates that we get from you. They're so wholesome. I want to do another positive one. I want to come to you and say it's brilliant. They've added so many decent endurance We're races so like back. they promised two years ago, but they haven't. We're back, baby. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I played Gran Turismo 1 that was a long time ago. That was a very good game. I made the suspension all the way up, so when you went around corners, the cars went, <laughs> and it was yep. it was really funny. But never won any races, though. Weird how that works. <laughs> I mean, there, there may have been a reason for that. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played a game that you like, though. I um, should do. Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages on my Switch. Hell online. yes. Um. Um, we were talking about it in the in the big group chat, <clears throat> and I said like it's I'm in awe of the dungeon <laughs> design in this game. Like it came out in 2001 on the Game Boy, um, and like I'm playing it in 2023, 2024, and and like the dungeons are still so like fucking good, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to explore. Like the it's like peeling the layers off, where it's like you get in there and it's like cool. You like you've got to find your way to get the next thing but i find the map <laughs> then yeah yeah no you gotta find the next like ability, a power up ability yeah. item whatever and like just like peeling away the layers of the dungeon and being like okay i can go this way and then oh i found a key cool i can unlock this door and then i've got to solve this puzzle and then oh shit this thing's trying to kill me and like that loop inside those dungeons was like fuck this game came out like 20 years ago <laughs> mm-hmm. and it nails it <laughs> so hard even now um and i was just like having so much fun with it like i'm not so good at the rhythm stuff <laughs> you have to do like yeah. dances and stuff um and it's like oh okay it's based on sound oh oh no i'm so screwed oh, no. there's no <laughs> button prompts uh this one but um but no like i mean i i, I haven't played i think this might be my first 2d zelda like Pokemon didn't turn up, and I just, I just, I was like, oh, I've got Game Boy games. Let's see what Game Boy games I've got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Zelda, cool. <clears throat> I saw Pokemon, and it was like, <gasps> and it was the trading card game. I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 keep scrolling. <laughs> well, um, one day they'll bring red and blue over, but it's not, not this day. But no, this was, this was a lot of fun. Like, um, just every, 
new thing that I encountered. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is cool. This is awesome. Jumping was the only thing I had a problem with. <laughs> yes. Because um, I think it like, eats inputs a bit. Um, but the I did have to stop because I got to Dungeon 6, I think. Mm. Um, and the game gives you an, a power-up that lets you swim like deep underwater, which was fine. It's yep. a 2D game, whatever. But like it changes the controls. Um, <laughs> it does uh, completely. So you can't swim by holding the D pad. You have to mash the D pad. So I got mm-hmm. to the boss of the last dungeon, and it was like, oh, I have to mash the D pad to move while also like pushing the buttons on the other. And it's like it's like trying to pat, you know when you try to pat your belly and, and rub your head at the same time. That's the wrong way around. Um, and I can't do that. <laughs> so I was trying to do this boss, and I was just like, uh... <laughs> and I was just pushing all the wrong buttons. This, I, this is why we need a, an Oracle uh, remake in the new Link's Awakening engine. I was like, why uh, would you change the controls yeah. on me, man? Like, but yeah, I tried so much. Like, It's a testament to how much I was enjoying the game that I tried for so long to get past this boss. Um, I tried just face tanking it and seeing if I could just tank it, and I couldn't. <laughs> like, if I could just get past this boss, I can get past the next area. But no, it was such a such a fun experience. Music yeah, I, I, as well. I highly recommend you check out the Link's Awakening remake. Uh, it is so good, and it really distills the the fun of those uh, isometric 2D Zeldas. And, uh, yeah, it's so beautiful, uh, even running on the Switch uh, kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing if you uh, pick up Oracle of Seasons and see if you can just pick up there, or uh, whether you, uh, whether... Uh, you come back to this game, but uh, yeah, yay for more Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like this isn't the end of my Legend of Zelda journey. Yes. Might be a pause, couple of, couple of big games in the next couple of months. That oh, yeah, and long. you know, you still got Persona to, to be getting on with as Don't well. So <laughs> that icon sits on my PlayStation home screen and just looks at me every time I open my PlayStation. Uh huh. And when and you then, hover over it, that beat hits you, it's like, ooh, yeah. I've been going on YouTube mostly, so I just scroll up, but I still see it. Yeah, little red, little <laughs> red boy sitting there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll finish it. I've, I've, I've played like five games. Because <laughs> I, I, I do, I do the thing I was talking about when we were talking about backlogs. Mm. It's like I've been like tracking like, where is it? Where the hell is it? There it is. Yeah, I've got like. How long it took when I finished when I started when I finished it did I complete it and then I just write little notes about it each game um and I've done five games <laughs> since I started tracking this like um less than a month ago I'd say awesome um uh, awesome. yeah uh quick uh, last one from me uh I picked up uh the Last of Us Part Two remastered uh for ten pounds uh to port over my save and, and get all the trophies and the platinum and whatnot. Uh they've added an eighty skin for Abby and it's amazing. <laughs> so go check that out if uh that's your bag. <laughs> I don't know why anyone wanna put themselves through that game twice. I have it. <laughs> I, I, do, I have the I have it. I have the last of us I haven't touched it yet. It's uh, on the back burner for the time being. Not because yeah, I think but... it's a bad game. Sorry, I should clarify. Oh, no, no, hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's an emotional wrecking ball, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, no, I'm good, thanks. Like I saw it on the PlayStation Store, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just shaking my head. No, no not today. <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> um, hey, Vitz. Hello. 
Do you want to tell me immediately what the fuck Power World is? <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh, Power World is uh, this new game which has literally taken the world by storm. I think as of uh, as the time of recording, it is sold uh, over seven million copies uh, on Steam. It is available on Xbox Game Pass as well. It's a uh, survival game with monsters which sometimes fit in your pocket if they fit in uh, in not poker balls. Would but you, uh, yes, would you call them pocket monsters, perhaps? I, you know what? There, there is an argument to suggest they are pocket monsters in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's a mashup. I, I know going into it that uh, people dubbed this Pokemon with guns. I think what a more accurate description is is Ark Survival or like Conan Exiles cross Pokemon. Uh, cross Pokemon is uh, is more than just a phrase because there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of hoo ha around this game, uh, a lot of hubbub about uh, whether the developer has straight up plagiarized uh, designs of actual Pokemon uh, so much so that the Pokemon Company actually released a statement uh, today. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the the survival aspect is uh, very much taking elements from Ark Survivor survival, and you're there and you're leveling up and you're putting your points into various different engrams to unlock different uh, abilities and being able to build structures and whatnot. And the core mechanic of the game is that you go out and you uh, enslave these creatures, much like you do in the Pokemon games, and then you can have them do uh, manual labor for you. You can have them defend your base. You can have them fight for you, and then you can arm them with weapons, guns, <laughs> RPGs, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, and I think the uh, so a lot of the a lot of the discourse around this game is uh, with the developer and some of their previous titles, and the uh, activity of their CEO, who is huge on AI and is uh has a cryptocurrency business on the side and is also involved in nfts in some way or or form which is uh a number of red flags well, it's never just one <laughs> so, it's always all yeah. three <laughs> that's it it's, it's the triforce of bad news uh yeah so uh officially there isn't any there isn't any smoking gun to say that they have stolen assets and all the rest of it. However, I would challenge anyone to look at this video game and, and not see the Pokemon that they allegedly may be based on. Uh, I understand, obviously, the Pokemon company Nintendo are huge companies. It probably takes them some time to turn their ship around to, to look at this, uh, this breakout success and say, hang on a sec, do we, do we have a legal case now? But then, on the other hand... If they had a case, then maybe they would have done this when the trailer first came out, like two years ago, to say, hey, oh, well, you, you can't be doing this. <laughs> That's clearly a Pikachu you got in that game, kind of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's very much an overnight sensation. I think it's caught the developers uh, off guard. I, uh, an anecdote I heard was uh, they tried putting PvP in the game, and it turns out that it's harder than they thought it was. <laughs> So I'm not wow. sure where that notion came from, <laughs> that it was just going to be easy. It's just a toggle switch, right? PvP on, there you go. Yeah, that's how, you, that's how Alex game development works. You just go into the, the game editor and you check the box that says PvP and then you just hit save. That's how game yeah. dev works, right, Moody? <laughs> no comment. Um, uh, oh, go on. 
no. So the the statement that came out from the the Pokemon company uh, was very very interesting. Uh, a line that I wanted to to pull out, and uh, of course this is out of context and all the rest of it because I'm not reading the whole statement. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world, and work together and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. I am all for the Pokemon company going after uh, Powerworld and and their creators for plagiarism, for uh, alleged use of AI, uh, and all the other nefarious stuff that they may or may not be doing. <laughs> the notion of the Pokemon company saying that they cherish and nurture their, their, their Pokemon and their creations when we see Game Freak and the other uh, teams within the Pokemon company producing titles which are critically panned for their technical prowess, uh, and we see them releasing games on a uh, on a frequent cycle, and we have games which run poorly, which look drab. Uh, I'm talking about like titles like Legends uh, Arceus, and uh, I know all these things are going to get the Pokemon fans like they're grabbing all their pitchforks and, and torches and what have you. I've got my pitchfork. Exactly. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I've got a fidget spinner. <laughs> the, the, other, the other thing, the other thing that. Uh, the statement struck me as Pokemon trying to be holier than thou. And in, in many ways, they, they are kind of thing. If they're taking... Say it, uh, to, her. Say it to her. <laughs> if they're taking, uh, you know, if they're creating... Say it uh, to him. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if they're taking original designs uh, and making it their own, and I know there's a lot of discourse of saying, well, you know, Pokemon is a derivative of Dragon Quest and the monsters that they made and all the rest of it. I'm not saying whether that's true or false. What I am saying is, you do some shady stuff in Pokemon too. So you are uh, you are going out, you are enslaving these creatures, you are forcing them to effectively uh, dogfight for real cash money. When they've expended their usefulness, apparently you can turn them into food. I understand Scarlet and Violet, or maybe the ones beforehand, Sword and Shield, they came out with. Somehow there were 151 Pokemon curries and nobody knows where the, the meat product is coming from. <laughs> Them. just nobody knows so what i'm saying is for sure go after these people for plagiarizing your work but come on now <laughs> you've got these enslavement and, and all the bad stuff that uh these games are known for in your game as well yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's no doubt about that 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 end statement part was pretty ridiculous and silly over at the end of the day <laughs> they're only going for him because it's a big hit if this wasn't a big hit they wouldn't give a fuck I honestly yeah, believe fair, that. Someone made a, a Pokemon mod for the game, which said you put all nope. the skins <laughs> And yeah, Nintendo axed yep. that straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If this was uh, not massive, they wouldn't give a flying hoot whatsoever. Well, but see, because it's become massive enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so the only quote-unquote positive that can come out from a title like this, if it is involved with stealing artwork and all the rest of it, uh, obviously that's for legal eagles to uh, decide and whatnot is I hope that it just gives Game Freak a kick at the butt. So either either go back to the leadership there and say, okay, we see by the number of the, the sales of this that there is A, a demand for a game which essentially looks a lot prettier than uh, mainline Pokemon titles or even spin-off titles and has a different style of... Or, or people want a Pokemon survival game. And let's uh, let's actually put some effort in. <laughs> and increase the, the budgets and, and maybe the team size and all the rest of it to deliver a better product. Because I think Pokemon fans deserve better, but they've been conditioned in such a way of, oh, well, this is what we get. And, um, you know, Game Freak doesn't 
really take on feedback unless something is fundamentally broken. So that's the only positive I can see coming out of the situation. But for for the people behind Power World, if if they're not your pocket pair, uh, if they're not doing any shady stuff, then more power to you. Uh, yeah, the game freak ain't gonna do anything when it comes to their games or anything like that. They're, 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 they're just like, hey, <clears throat> we released Scarlet and Violet. That was a broken fucking mess. You made it the best-selling Pokemon game out there, guys. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Peace. Yeah. Oh, wait. You love Pokemon Arceus? Great. That was a bit of a broken mess, not compared to Scarlet and Violet, but it was still a bit yeah, broken in certain ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and yeah, gobbled that right up, and it was just like... Thanks yeah. for the money, gamers. Peace. Yeah. This is the out. thing. Po- Pokemon is the biggest brand mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. by a long long way and obviously most of that driven by merch sales and all the rest of it but i think merch if you have if you have the most <laughs> if you have the most powerful brand in the world you have the resources to develop better products than what you're uh, delivering that that's my salient point that i'm trying to get across in many many more words <laughs> my hope is is that right now right now is that so they were very much dictated to the speed of the anime yes. of Ash Ketchum and everything. So every time mm-hmm. he went to a new region, they had to have the game out ready to go, blah, blah, blah. No if fans, ons, or buts, or whatsoever. Ash's not in there anymore. This is a brand new thing. They're mm-hmm. doing a whole new thing with this new with these new characters, which I haven't started to watch it. I have to have a look at that. Um and I don't even know what they're gonna do. Like, I don't know, will these new characters go on to the next region, which I'm Going off how the normal timeline is, the next generation's next year. Right. Um, <clears throat> which would be bonkers by them. But uh, my hope is like that they are that the rumors are it's like they're gonna they're gonna do a black and white black and white remake this year. And hopefully that because of how they're dictating the anime now, then maybe how loose the anime is now. Maybe they aren't uh in a uh yeah they don't have to stick to that timeline as much now and they maybe can be a little bit freer and then maybe say oh no we're going to push it to 2026 that gives us more time and everything there's no doubt about what's going to help even more is the more powerful console that's coming within the next 18 months give or take um i still say this year (laughs) better with metroid (laughs) prime please (laughs) (laughs) no just metroid prime please um but yeah it's I hope, I hope, yeah, no doubt about it. I would love to see that they release a game that's uh, well-received, that's not broken, <laughs> and people can mm. enjoy it and everything and whatnot. But, like, like Amy knows herself, like, I was so excited for Scarlet and Violet. But the video, the trailers were just like, oh, my God. Like, the first trailer I was okay with because it was like, this is still, like, eight months away, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I can get away with this. And they only showed really the, the new stars anyway. And then it got closer and closer. And it was just like, oh, no. And yeah. I we'll might see. be new around these parts. But no, I mean, the problem is, the worst part is Pokemon Violet is a really good game. It just runs That's what makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what makes it worse is that it is actually a really good game. Yeah, it like, just runs like shit, and, and for me, that's a it's a cuss for me. It's like it's a no no. Yeah. Unless the yeah, it's very hard for me to get on board with a game that's just stuttering along. Yeah, yeah it's it really bad. But the I don't know, like 
because obviously like a lot of the discourse around power world outside of the potential AI use or the plagiarism is like a lot of people thinking, oh, bizarrely (laughs) seeing seeing takes, which is uh, boils down to, oh, maybe this will give Game Freak the the, the kick on the the backside. backside." And it's like, but the... I get the technical issues with the last game were a big problem, and I would like them to to work on that for the next one. But like the game was really good, I don't understand. Like, and maybe it's just because I haven't been around the franchise for twenty, thirty years, and like I'm I just mm. jumped into it last year. But like I don't get it. The game's the game. The game is awesome. <laughs> well, Shield and Sword, like as much as I enjoy it, and like I'm mostly just going like I'm going to get my team and I'm going to go become the champion type of thing. I don't really care much about the story, but the story was crap and. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Fair enough. It wasn't the best in everything. Uh, but my like Scarlet and Violet, yeah, it's really, really good. And they changed a lot up in that game. That's mm. the thing about it. Like if they just held it for a year, held it to the next to the 2020, whenever it was, when this burger came out, if they just held it to that an extra year. It, like there'd be people we would be screaming to the tops, like, oh my god, a fantastic video Pokemon game. You know, like push the Scarlet and Violet all the way to the next year. And like Arceus could have literally, instead of coming out in January, could have gone the fall of that year because they would have had all that time to polish it as well. And it's just like, mm. yeah, nah. We'll see. Like we'll, see. We'll, see what, we'll see what black and white remake looks like if that is in, in, is true that it is this year. Yeah, for, for me, the biggest crime that uh, Pocket Pair has done with Power World that we know about is not coming out with the absolute banger of a song to come out with this game. We need something that goes hard as bug snacks when <laughs> it comes to this game, and there just isn't one. Oh, they needed the good. They had, they had, they had a perfect plagiarized song out there. All they had to do is just find a plagiarized version of "I'm Gonna Be the Very Best," and then boom, there, there you, you go. I'm gonna be the number one. <laughs> no one no ever one, was. No, no one has done before. <laughs> To shoot them is my real test. Yeah, to like, bullseye them in the head. My, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. From, from my perspective, the biggest crime that Parker Pair have, have done that we know about yeah. um, is making me have to fucking know about Pal World. Because, like, full respect to all the people that enjoy Pal World. Like, mm-hmm. nothing about this game interested me before it came out. So the fact that I've had so much of it flashed in front of my my face is annoying. <laughs> like, I laughed, you know, the Pokemon with Guns trailer. And then it was like, oh, it's a survival game. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and delete yep. that from my head and not think about it. Because that's just not my kind of game. Um, I... I- I have a I have a thought that's been that's been brewing for a, for a little while up in the back of my head, and I need to to flesh that out. Maybe maybe in an essay form coming coming soon. Uh, whether a whether the survival genre appeals more to a certain type of people. I'm, I'm not going to expand more than that, and I'll leave you on a yeah, you mysterious don't want to spoil uh, your, tangent. Your video. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But it's whether whether people who have gone through. Uh, their, their people or their families and, and their, their ancestry has gone through certain life events, whether they have more of an aversion to these type of games than other people. It's, it's something that I'm, I, I'm just percolating at the moment, but we'll see what uh, if I can flesh that out in some form. Go for it. I mean, if only there was some way you could post that maybe in some yeah. sort of video form. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, we'll find somewhere. Um, there you go. But yeah, no, like, yeah, Power World. 
It's a hell of, I was I was telling you I was t- I was telling you though like there was a hell of an experience to just like disconnect completely from <laughs> GD just from games for a week and then be like after GDQ just go oh, all right let's see what's going on in video games for the past week hey what's this game everybody's been talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> It it's definitely the meme of from community of Troy walking in with all the pizzas and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I left for a week. That's it. <laughs> the fuck did you do? But yeah, to, to all you like eight million, circa eight million people who've got powered, if you're enjoying it, then more power to you. Yeah, well, well Yeah. But if if they if they are like stealing stuff and plagiarizing stuff, then obviously do do with that what do with that information what you will. <laughs> Yeah, then we will have a different discussion on this podcast. Yes. And I'll be even more annoyed that I have to think about Power World. <laughs> I'll be like, we're doing this again? Yeah. If they actually have broken laws and everything like that, play it, play it as long as you can, guys, because Nintendo will try and take that down. Yeah, I feel like we've plagiarized um, Pokemon designs or like used AI in any way. It's like, it's a whole different... Co- like, it's fun. It's all fun and games to talk about it now, but like... <laughs> If any of those things actually happened, it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a bit of a different conversation. Yeah, so there was something on social media about someone comparing the 3D models from Scarlet and Violet to uh the 3D models used in Power World kind of thing. And then it came out that they uh may have just doctored that footage or, or the the assets that they were putting together just to to get some clout kind of thing and I fucking hate that, that man. It's just like because you see it sometimes, like you know, like if Pal World has plagiarized Pokemon models, like then all right, cool, like they've done it, and we'll find out, and we'll have a whole yeah, yeah. thing about it. But don't fucking don't make shit up, man, because <laughs> that just makes it harder. If because if they have done it, like you know, if they have actually done it and proof comes out yep. that they've done it, it's going to be harder to get people to believe the proof because of the course. first guy lied about it. Like, don't do that shit, man. Don't exaggerate things, <laughs> like, to make it sound worse than they are or whatever. Just fucking... Uh, yeah, there's no need There's no need for you to be the main character in social media like this week. If you don't like Power World, just fucking ignore it. That's what I try to do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that grinds me a bit like you see it all the time like people always exaggerating stuff on social media to mm-hmm. to get clout or whatever but uh yeah no power world power world mm-hmm. i mean it fits like you, could just, you could just plagiarize the bug sacks and <laughs> theme tune <laughs> hey we, we don't do that to kk benito no. we don't do the queen like that <laughs> it's a good game bug snacks really enjoyed it Hey, Bugs um, was awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun. That game was all different kinds of messed up, too. <laughs> yeah, it was all fucked up. I called it, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this ain't just some cute fucking game. <laughs> this, uh-huh. is, this is some fucked up shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> then you get to the end, and you're like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> uh-huh. The, 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 the one strabby that got away. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Let's... Uh, we're on that cusp where it's like... Let's talk about... Let's just go to the, the closer. Let's just close let's this do podcast it. out. Um, let's talk about a bit. An old little game that we play called Open Critic Head to Head. It's back. New Game Plus. I wrote in, in the thing. New Game Plus, baby. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> we, we, we picked up a new party member. And now, because we've hit New Game Plus, now we get to use that party member for the whole, the whole run. It's great. 
that analogy almost got away from me, but I think I said it. This is a game we play every week where we try to guess the open critic average of upcoming games. Um, whoever gets as closest to the score at the time of recording gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Obviously, we didn't. This is the first game of the of the new year. Um, before we jump into guessing this week's games, though, should, like the the games that we would have guessed last week had we been doing this last week, Tekken Eight um, and Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, both got a ninety. I don't know if we wanted to comment on that. So I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have guessed those numbers, but yeah, uh, amazing uh, results for the for the teams there. Yeah, like the hard work pays off well and everything. Like. What a start to the year. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you think about it, like, yeah, like, I'm going to throw in, like, say, Prince of Persia, like, Prince of Persia yeah. was, like, 85, 86, yeah. or something like that, so it's, like, three bangers already, um, which is really, really good, and, like, yeah, and hopefully, like, we'll, like, we'll be talking about them soon, like, a while thoughts on it soon enough, and, yeah. Well, we're not we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We don't, I don't think we've yeah. got a fighting game aficionado on staff, staff, <laughs> on call. <laughs> um but yeah definitely looking forward Five to minutes, like i'm almost done and it was really good to see it get the the high score after beating the drummer by it for for like for a while um but russ got it in his team so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what 90 though i mean as we were told we joked about it getting more than uh, five of fantasy seven rebirth and it set itself yeah. up quite well for that to actually come true so we'll see what happens but no Two good scores. Two good games. Go play them. If you can. This week, though. <laughs> this week, though, is... We're going places. So the first game we're going to try and guess the open critic average of is Persona 3 Reload, uh, which is the remake of Persona 3. Sure is. Sure um, is. Didn't know that. <clears throat> no, Grab yeah. your revoker and let's get wild. It's <laughs> another 100-plus hour op JRPG that Vitz can tell me to play whenever i ask him for a recommendation for a five-hour game <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna live, live, live that down are you no i'm not <laughs> good he never does she never lets anyone live it though it was like <laughs> it was the progression was oh have you played spider-man miles morales and i was like yeah play that and then you know and then it went from that to oh you should play persona <laughs> hey i wasn't wrong <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing it. There you <laughs> go. You're the schmuck who's started to play it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, Vitz, what do you think Persona 3 Reload is going to get on? Open I Friday? think it's going to get a 93. Ah, big swing. 93. There it is. I'm uh, hoping that because I also have this in the draft. <laughs> I hope it gets one. <laughs> 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 Moody, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Persona Three Real is going to get? Ninety. Ninety. Start the year with three nineties. <laughs> imagine, and they'll be all forgotten by the end of the year. Not Aim for me. Thinking. Oh, eighty-eight never fails. <laughs> that's a meme. We've oh, that's an interesting spread. That's an interesting spread. Yeah. That's a meme we've been running with on this podcast for. Yes. 88 never fails. It always fails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of games which are going to fail. But except that one year where it just <laughs> never that one failed. year where it seemed to never fail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
Um, yeah, no, like it'll, it, I'll play Reload at some point in the next decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Available on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's on Game Pass. On yeah, Game Pass. so mm. you don't have to complain about me not buying it. You're not gonna play it anyway. Play football. I was gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I believe you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, you'll be playing the next game, obviously. <laughs> Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Can I be? Can I be real with you though? There is a sick part of me that does want to rent this and have a bash on it. Go for it. I feel bad, man. Like for the dead to the dead. You reckon this is gonna make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I feel bad for the developers of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Aye. Oi is right. Um, Warner Brothers going to do Warner Brothers thing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Delay it, hopefully. Um, all right, Vitz, what do you think Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is going to have on open credit? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 82. I think critics will say that it's competent, but it's not fun. So they can't really ding it too hard, but I can see some outlets giving it really high scores because it'll tell a story about the Justice League and all the rest of it, and they'll get hyped on that, but then the game will just come across as generic. And I'm I'm still not clear whether King Shark can fly normally or is just in this game where everybody can zip around and shoot all the purple generic glowy bits. Who knows? (laughs) I'm not. I'm not massively into my DC law, so I don't. I don't know much about King Shark. I know he doesn't have a mini. We'll find out. (laughs) I know that's not usually a thing you can find King Shark with, because why the fuck would Shark need a (laughs) minigun? But what do I? What do I know? Exactly. (laughs) Moody, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. What are you thinking? Go for the main, 69. Yeah. Oh, I thought Amy was going to go for that. No, I actually wasn't. I had a different, oops, I had a different uh, number in mind anyway. I thought about it. Don't get me wrong. I did think about mm. it. Sometimes you got a meme. Uh, I am going to... Actually, I have two numbers a big in big window to shoot in. Yeah. <laughs> he says I'm going for, aiming for the, for the window. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us remember Redfall. <laughs> Uh, not an Xbox exclusive though, so I can add some points. There you go. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 mm, I mean, the fact that IGN came out with a preview. I mean, it was a not a greatly written preview, but even they came out and said I didn't like the game. I mean, that's telling. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's just, that's de- that's destined. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The preview was ridiculous on all sorts of levels like it opened i mean i I don't mean it just drag one person but the fact that it opened with oh man it looks like you're gonna kill the justice league in this game and that sucks like maybe play a different video game (laughs) the title title says kill the fucking justice league you muppet (laughs) um uh, i'm trying to decide if critics are gonna be kinder to it or not is it going to get the Redfall treatment or is it going to get like a kind of treatment? How buggy is this game going to be when it comes out? Well, if you want it to have the Redfall treatment, then uh, the only review you want to get is Snowbike Mike's. <laughs> no, I don't want it to get the Redfall. I'm asking if it will. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Three out of five. I mean, this is probably going to be Snob at Mike's game of the year. So, like, fuck yes, it's going to be his game of the year. You know it is. Uh... Well, no, sorry, how old is going to be that? <laughs> He's loving it. Sixty-two. Nice. I think that yeah. Sometimes I feel like games get momentum before they come out. Then mm-hmm. sometimes they go lower than they should on Metacritic, uh, open critic like average things, and sometimes they go higher than maybe they should. Um, hype and and whatever the opposite of hype is. I, yeah, I, 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 I know what you're going to get, but I can't think of the word either. <laughs> you can un- ride un- that wave, but it goes both ways. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I'll go 62. 20, do it, point, 20 point difference between. That's a big yeah, window. I feel silly about my 82 now, but it's locked in. So let's, let's see where, <laughs> hey, it, let's see where it plays. If this game even gets decent reviews, you're, you're sitting pretty because it is just one point for the closest score. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got the high ground, like uh, like Obi Wan. So, mm-hmm. how could it, how could you fail? Oh man, both my scores this week are the guesses are the lowest. I'm gonna have to gonna have to refine my <laughs> positivity again <laughs> next week. Um, that's gonna do it. Episode three hundred eighty-seven of the Words About Games podcast. Hope everybody has a fantastic week, weekend, whatever you're doing however you're spending it do something fun Mm. just for yourself yeah and check in on those around you (laughs) yeah check in on those around you it's tough times uh Uh uh, moody would you like to close us out with some moodyisms i'm going to call this year i'm going to call them moodyisms all right howdy doodly everyone you know what it is it's time to take care of yourself. It's the new year. This is the year where we win. This is the year where you win. Why? Because you're fucking awesome. Remember, vote the Tories out. That's the year. This is the year. Vote the fucking Tories out. I don't care whoever you vote. Oh, actually, don't vote for UKIP or the other ones, Reform and anything like that. Just don't vote for anyone who's an asshole, okay? That really doesn't help me. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> They're all assholes. The don't, They're don't all vote for the Tories. Vote for the other Tories. <laughs> take care of yourself <laughs> this is a year you take care of yourself tell your parents you love them tell your family you love them just have a fabulous day have a fabulous year because this is your year kick ass have fun peace out peace out